Because <laughs> he's back. Back again. Um, unfor- I didn't even look and see when the last episode came out. May of 2022. Oof. And yet it 2021? So much- I think it was 21. 21. It? It's okay. almost been two years. Um, But that's okay. What, a- what have you been doing in the last two years? Ooh. Mostly the same. Just consistent monotony for the last like, two years, I think. Um, what are you watching, hearing, listening to, reading? Are you reading? Can you read? I learned uh, <laughs> over the past two years. Over the past two the, years, yeah. increased literacy. Uh, I am trying to read more books. I said I was going to like um, New Year's resolution kind of thing to be like, I'm going to read one book um, like every few weeks, whatever. Um, I finished one bur- book. Burke. Burke. <laughs> um, I finished one. Very good. Started the second one. Very boring. And I don't want to finish it. And so now I just haven't been reading any books. Horror? Uh, the first one was Night Bitch. Okay. Haven't heard of it. The author. Um, that one I wouldn't say is like horror, but it is um, about a woman, a woman coming to terms with being a mom. And also she thinks she's turning into a dog. Okay, me too. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um, but it was very beautiful, and I actually really liked the book. What's the second one? It's called Hunger, and it's from the 1800s, and it's like about a guy who um, the cannibalism. loses his job and it just slowly becomes very poor, and he can't afford to eat, and uh-huh. how the hunger like makes him feel crazy, but in it's kind of in a boring way, okay. uh, <laughs> where he just okay. like has his moment, and like again, have not finished the book, but he you just see the moments where like the hunger has really gotten to him Mm -hmm. and he just like doesn't know how to interact with people and there's like something going on i am also trying to read more Mm -hmm. but i actually can't read so i'm listening to audiobooks (laughs) (laughs) Um, everyone's on their own journey (laughs) so I, i listened to uh my heart is a chainsaw by stephen graham jones have you heard of this author? He wrote The Only Good Indians, I think is what it's called. No. This book is like all over horror book TikTok mm-hmm. and people have been talking it up. Yeah. Incredibly mid. <gasps> Incredible. <laughs> That's why I like, I don't take it as seriously where like, I'm going to read this book the same time everybody else is. It's just like, I'll gather them and see which ones sound okay. so hyped up and then I read it and I was like, okay, this is fine. Cool. And then, Did you uh, read his first book? It's the, the only good Indians. It's not so. My heart is a chainsaw is the first book of a trilogy, oh, which I just found okay. out after I started reading it. Oh. So now I'm like, okay, I'm hooked on that. two more books. Yeah. But the second book doesn't come out until like the second week of February. Oh, so like soon, new, but it's new. like it's new, new. It's oh. come, it's up and coming. Uh, but I did start listening to it. Oh, Stephen King. Stephen King. <laughs> I tried like, to read it a long time ago and never got through it, so I'm like, I'm gonna listen to it. If you see like the physical copy of the book, it it's is, thick. It's big. It's, uh, yeah. Guess how long the audiobook is? A hundred hours. Not that long. Okay, <laughs> I don't have a concept of how long that is. Um, it's 45 hours long. Oh wow! For which is like a normal audiobook. Like I think the only did not the only did Indians. My heart is a chainsaw. I think it was 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, I am listening like, at one and a half times speed because that's just how I listen to audiobooks. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't hold my attention. So, but still, thirty hours. This book is a full time job. Good on you. Keep it up. I just don't pick up the book. I don't even do thirty hours of work a week. 
But God dang it, you'll read or you'll listen. But I'll freaking listen. I'll listen. I'll listen to all that childhood trauma. <laughs> um, no, but for real, we are back. Uh, feels like out of a grave, truly. But We've been resurrected. We have been resurrected. Um, I don't super know what caused the resurrection. What was the cause of the whatever? I think it was because I was still riding that same wave of New Year's resolutions and I'm going to do new things. It, it had to be because I think we messaged one another. I don't want to say simultaneously, no. but almost simultaneously. Yeah. We should restart we the podcast. Yes. Because I was like, you know what? I'm feeling it. I read enough Instagram posts that were like, this year, it's the year. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I'll be honest. The catalyst for me was I had a one-on-one with my supervisor and I said, <laughs> should I go back to school to get my master's degree or am I just bored? And she said, get a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the hobby. This is, yeah, this is it. You're here for out of concern. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here. So I don't go back to school and and incur more debt. That's fair. I also got talked out of potentially going to like law school. Um, because or else I could just get a cat or it's go get a cat or go to law school but aren't you allergic to cats yes so I have to get a specific cat I have to get those little naked little those are expensive cat. cats yes. yep and there's like a whole process because like people don't really put them up for like adoption at like right uh, like uh rescues or whatever because they're so expensive right and so I would have to go through a, a breeder and like that's a whole process and also ethically I don't, Adopt, know how I feel. don't shop I know but people don't abandon these cats i guess at least not near me which is like a good thing which though is very good but um that's the only cat i could have but i need to get i think that was also a catalyst because then um i also need to get my life together before i could get a cat and you're currently sitting in my kitchen uh you can see that it's immaculate in here it's spotless <sighs> it's a toxic place for a cat i think right now so <laughs> um i guess that no. was another thing but Whatever it was, energy, God, electricity, a prayer, a ritual, a curse, whatever, um, that brought us back. Um, That's why we are discussing resurrections as a concept. Um, Let me open my phone. Because we see ourselves as Christ-like figures. Yes, Easter has come early this year. Easter has come early this year. It's a cold Easter. Um, (laughs) Um, so I am going to get started first, um, just some definitions um, they're going to be using. Yeah, what is resurrection, um, Cecilia? C- rising from the dead or being brought back to life. Um, revival of a whole person or uh, like body and soul together, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm differentiating that with reincarnation, which is like um, old body no new body, new body old, old soul. soul um and then resuscitation in like the scientific medical sense okay that's gonna be interesting just like yeah. to come later was, some discussion about yes, resuscitation yeah. um but starting first also with like theology spirituality because it comes up a lot um and what i have found is that it mostly is like re- talking about resurrection as body and soul together or just the soul but not necessarily just the body brought back except um in haitian spiritual tradition um 
using magic or voodoo, they do create zombies. There's like uh, mm-hmm. cases of zombies being brought up. They have no will of their own, and so they're controlled by like the person. So there's a difference between like a resurrection and to be zombified. Yes, right. Um, and to make that distinction of like, because I guess the whole thing too, we were gonna add like, what is resurrection? Because right. there are so right. many like. Um, cases like this where it's just like does this count does this not count for what purpose and i hate to interrupt you and this is maybe setting the whole tone for the whole podcast going forward but we did forget to introduce ourselves oh shit i'm ash i'm cecilia and this is maze of horror (laughs) yay um oh yeah oops hey podcast 101 (laughs) (laughs) country days make do yeah I think we both said, no, nah, it's fine. We'll wing it. It's fine. We're, we're winging it. This is good. Um, it's actually charming how disorganized we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I'm like smiling. Um, damn. That's fine. That's fine. We can only go up from here. <laughs> um, so zombies. Yes. Um, some practitioners also create spiritual zombies. So like it's not the physical body and so you can't see them um but usually they're used to just um like aid their own other magic like they call upon the soul to like help them things like that um but this um spiritual belief was kind of like the only one that i found that was considered like just the body Mm -hmm. a resurrection um and sorry can't read starting (laughs) to like reincarnation is central to like a lot of religions buddhism hinduism jainism and sikhism um but again like within each of those it's going to vary a lot this is it's religion right right. i'm the most familiar with christianity because i'm catholic what but all the stuff that i know about it sounds like very complicated and i don't realize that until i'm trying to like learn about other religions and i'm like oh this is complicated oh this is like comp- there's like lore oh and like rules but uh, it's because so so you said that like in haitian tradition they differentiate between resurrection and like zombification right yeah um just because sometimes again it depends there can sometimes be like a crossover of like main religions and like these practices um did did you find anything sorry to interrupt you did you find anything to to, like differentiate like between like a resurrection and like a ghost because that's the spirit but there's like not corporeal i think it just depends on how each one views it because like some of the main religions like believing in ghosts is like not okay Mm -hmm. um to have that idea that you like can come back even after you died yeah that's supposed to be like it's final yeah, yeah that you're like got judged and whatever um so i think it would depend on like whatever branch or sect that you're in <laughs> that you probably find um but most of this is um just like past belief systems um like what they're built on um involves like resurrection in some way or sorry reincarnation um that's what i was talking about right yep yep okay and for a lot of the like again depends but um it's part of like a cycle so it's like cyclical of Mm -hmm. like this is just how it's going to keep going and the point of ending the cycle is because you have gotten through like spiritual growth or enlightenment and that like you've reached the peak of like what it means to have been alive kind of thing Mm -hmm. 
and then that's when it stops and then it's implied that either there's some kind of like immortality or just like afterlife kind of thing um, that you would be able to exist in um, and then for some it's influenced by things like karma mm-hmm. um, like what you come back as or how you come back when where that kind of thing um, and some also believe that it's not just humans obviously like you can be reincarnated into like an animal or any other kind of living thing that has a soul do you think my girlfriend would still love me if i was reincarnated as a worm yeah actually truly honestly yeah yeah <laughs> I no. Believe it. no i believe it. you'd have a little enclosure. i'd have an enclosure she'd make sure i get like you get like organic fruit scraps exactly like, get my own organic compost yeah. pile they set up a little corner for you with a little tv or something she would let her cat eat me though yeah. if it was between me and the cat well but then what were you doing near the cat that's on you how, how did he get into my enclosure there's a shared space there's the outside enclosure shared cat space anyway <laughs> um but i was um thinking of this earlier too like that you could be reincarnated as anything um if you could be reincarnated as an animal what would it be but also like what do you think you burned this is like the premise of like the lobster right yeah 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 yeah. but like what have you as you've lived life right now what as i've lived what have i earned yeah what have you earned? oh that's tough because i was thinking about it and i remembered that there is a temple in india where they like take care of the rats like really really well they're just like street rats that are like born in uh-huh. the temple but they get fed and taken care of really well and so i think that me. Tell me why, before you even said the story, I was thinking probably some kind of rodent. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What do we deserve, I think. But also, what do we deserve? And I think I deserve to drink milk out of a little bowl. Out of a little bowl. As a rat. In a temple. In a temple. You know what? I'm going to say I probably don't deserve that level of luxury, but maybe like a, like a, if you go to Colorado, mm-hmm. there's like this like Wild Bill Hitchcock thing in like this mountain drive that you like drive up this mountain and they have this outdoor area where you can like throw nuts out and a bunch of like chipmunks come out and take the Uh nuts uh that's the Uh kind that's that that, i'm the chipmunk so like you are technically wild but like you know they're gonna exactly you know they're gonna like i'm a little bit more wild than drinking out of a bowl but like i am provided for yeah oh that makes yeah it also it also just makes sense because uh, in this life and the next I'm a clown I perform I'm just per- performing just performing. You try to make little jokes but they can't hear you because <laughs> you're a chipmunk in the ground. I'm actually trying to like be Alvin in the chipmunks, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it just doesn't work like that. I'm my own agent at this moment. I actually don't have representation, but if you just take a I'm an independent to- artist, please Here's support. My <laughs> um, but sorry. Um, they but um the reincarnation is not like only a thing for like people of our earth but like gods can reincarnate too um i I think there might i don't know if uh because i had a question but i'm the one that did the research um (laughs) no ask away no i'll make Uh, something up but usually they'll only reincarnate into like other gods oh other types of gods like like the levels and and i had my own question that i could have researched but didn't um (laughs) is like if a god could be a human human god kind of thing which maybe um maybe out there i need to look at that a human god like a jesus well no just like 
ascending from human to god oh like a human could ascend to the yeah, level yeah, of a yeah. god like if can't they though enough, i don't know i mean like catholicism kind of like kind. martyrdom right yeah or sainthood sainthood's a catholic only <sighs> whatever but i was raised catholic <laughs> kind of <laughs> um but yeah and that karma obviously has something to do so like i don't know if you could have good enough karma to be a god but um and then so next after reincarnation like resurrection um there's also a concept though that i thought was like interesting of like spiritual death um so now we're moving more into like the abrahamic religions and everything like that um because there really isn't a reincarnate like idea of reincarnation in those i call the big three the <laughs> big three religions <laughs> um but they do have concepts of like resurrection of like full death but like the same person coming back right that kind of thing um but the idea of like spiritual death is when you're just so detached from god that you're like dead dead um but you can be brought back but that's why they like go door to door and like preach that's like the that's the purpose between like behind like proselytizing yeah sometimes for some of them um other times it's just you have to do i don't know it's just like a rule um isn't that what religion is just Just a a bunch of rules yeah um but um they all also had another thing in common which was this idea of um the final resurrection and like the final day of judgment um where at some point toward the end of the world all these like apocalypse stuff is going to happen and god is going to bring back everybody and judge them like for the final time so that means people who are alive stay alive but the people who have died will get brought back to be judged a final time it- is that true of religions that like have an idea of heaven and hell yes yes because they get judged the first time in their first death and then they get put where they're gonna put get how put. fucked up would that be if you yeah. were, like lived in heaven for like yeah and then you got judged again and they're and like, like actually actually you did some fucked up shit in heaven, in heaven? <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not um i hope so i don't know <laughs> Because I feel like, I don't know, like... I mean, the, the, it's keep... nice to have the thought that, like, if you go to hell, you could redeem yourself yeah, someday. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, the inverse kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, but everything that is leading up to this, like, moment of that happening is what differentiate like, differs between the different religions. But most of them have something. Um, and some of them, it's like, oh, it's like a figurative they get judged again it's Mm -hmm. not like their bodies are coming out of the ground but for some people it is it's literal that is because um there's just like this idea of like flesh and blood um like mostly in like catholicism because like when jesus got resurrected you know that guy um (laughs) after three days they make like a big deal of it being flesh and blood but it's his same body right came back right and it's him that kind of thing um so I think that's also what might um, contribute to like burial funeral like traditions because uh, growing up Catholic I feel like cremation was like super frowned upon and like you shouldn't disturb the body and it's like a whole thing um, and I think you see that when this last Pope died Ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> sorry we're not Pope lovers over here but um like this whole huge like ceremony procession he had like four different coffins that he got put in Did they, and it's they like just transferred decorative. him i i like was oh not they carried his, like, on the... his body like 
out in the open. It was dressed in his robe. I have a question, and yeah. I don't know if you'll be able, be able to answer this. I should, this is maybe a question for Kathy, our friend Kathy, yeah. who's like a Catholic scholar, but is it a Catholic thing to have like the viewing of the body specifically? Because I feel like I a lot of so. people that yes. I know and may, that we know don't have yes. as much experience with like open casket funerals. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, 100%. Um, and that's why like yeah, like, the last one I went to was, like, over Facebook Messenger, uh, but we were, like, all together, and they are just, like, here it is, and, like, made a point that, like, us being at the funeral meant that, like, we had to see yeah. and, like, look and be able to, like, watch, um, and I think so, because I think the idea is, like, if your body's gone, then, like, your soul's not gonna know where to go or something, right. like, it doesn't count, or yeah. I don't know, because um, people will be left behind, I think, in this, well, I don't know, some of them have it where it's, like, people get left behind if you're not, like, rapture almost, right, um, but I don't know if there's that fear of people getting, like, left behind because they, like, got cremated instead, which, like... But I, I guess the same principle applies to, like, if you're buried, right? Because, like, eventually right, the like, body the decomposes. Like, right, but, like, at least, I don't know. Like, your bones turn to you're dust. Just, you're in a box by yourself, but at least you're, like, a whole person. And Somebody's like, partner space. eats yeah. your body and makes it dirt. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You'll just pop up like a skeleton in the dirt. Ooh. Um, and then there was one part in like with Christianity that they also, for some like heaven, once you get to heaven, you'll get a new permanent body, which is like your immortal okay. heavenly body, spiritual body. Um, Do you think it's like the Sims up and there? That, I don't know. Like custom creator? I hope so. Because it says that like, the flesh and blood body cannot go into heaven, which is like right. such a weird fucking thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, what do you have against your body? Probably a lot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> In today's day and age, yeah, a lot of internalized uh, but you shouldn't. insecurities. You don't need that new heavenly body. What is it? It's just light. There's so many eyes. So many eyes. <laughs> um, Angel mod. <laughs> up in heaven. Yo, I got the cheat codes. <laughs> don't listen to him. Up, right, down, left. <laughs> We stand at the pearly gates and jump three times. Yes, and turn around. Um, but going back to Jesus, uh, like, he himself rose after three days, but he also performed miracles where he, like, resurrected other people. Mm -hmm. um, and part of his teachings to his 12 apostles were also that they go out and resurrect people. Um, and so I didn't look at which specific apostles had done that, but there are like a, quite a few that like also had recorded miracles of them resurrecting. Literal someone. resurrection or yes. like, okay. Yes. We're not like calling it spiritual resurrection. No, which... it's like a physical, like they had been dead. Their body's been laying there. Again, I was raised Catholic. I'm um, not very familiar with the Bible anymore. Like Jesus, like there's one where like a girl I think was dead at like, oh, well, Lazarus. That one's like the most, I think, well-known one. Uh, he'll come back later but um got brought back after being dead for four days so like there's quite some time there's like so like he outdid jesus technically huh that's more impressive coming back no after four he got days. brought back by jesus oh well I yeah mean, that's yeah. what i'm saying though jesus only waited three <laughs> impatient god had it easier than <laughs> jesus did in resurrecting this guy yeah yeah um and then also just the idea too though that like the body and soul do fully separate when you like die and so like the resurrection i think is like the soul coming back kind of thing um and then the last thing i'll mention sorry i'm looking at the time you got oh. distracted by the time <laughs> i'm good um 
that I just thought was cool that term came up um, I don't really know a lot about it because I just thought it sounded cool but in Shia Islam they have a lord of resurrection that mm. shows up sometime in this end time where people are getting like judged and stuff like that uh, but I just thought that was a really cool title I should probably know more about that I lord took a whole class on Islam that's right um, but now we'll move on to the science side of it of science is view on resurrection resuscitation okay uh, but I started with, because um, this one was one of the things that, like, uh, I don't know, we just brainstormed, um, is the film, the 1940 film, um, Experiments in the Revival of Organisms. Um, and so it's a Soviet um, scientific like experiment on film, essentially. Um, when I had first heard about this, um, and you might have seen this, like, just like, it's a dog's head yep. um, that is being Decapa- resurrected de- yes de- um but often that is what the like decapitated thumbnail yes yeah sorry i can think of the word um the thumbnail usually is just for like shock value <clears throat> um going forward just a fair warning we are going to talk about like, science stuff um trigger warning science trigger stuff. warning content um, warning science but sorry i meant like medical um medical procedures yeah procedures language experimentation blood, on organisms yes, um on animals and people yep um, we'll write it in the notes for sure, all the warnings, um, so I don't have to, like, stumble through the shit. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Warning earlier for light blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops. I said fuck the Pope, but whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so it's a 1940s Soviet film, but, like, when I first had seen it, because it kind of comes up as those, like, shock ones of, like, yeah. oh, look at this dog's head, and, like, da-da-da. I genuinely thought it wasn't real. Like, I thought someone made that to be scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a genuine film that the Soviet uh, scientists had, like, put on. Um, and it was filmed at the Institute of Experimental Physiology and Therapy in Moscow. I'm, like, 92% certain that I watched that clip as a hyperlink in a cracked article. Yeah, yeah, From, yeah. like, middle school. Where it's like, whoa, look at this crazy... Oh. Ten crazy science oh, experiments. Man. Yeah. But it has to do with their claim that they can bring back and resuscitate um, dead dogs, like bring them back from what's called, like clinical, considered clinical death, and be revived and then like be normal after, have normal function. Be normal. Be normal. Have normal return function to like previous. Um, but first, um, we're going to talk about what clinical death means. I thought it was just cut and dry. There's like a handful of ways you can die. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like it's pretty cut and dry. No, um, it's not that it isn't that simple, but like, it's just not. But it's not that There's simple. There's a lot. Um, a lot of things that can go on that like um, could be the cause, but mostly um, death is like many things happening at once that are like leading to the death. So it's not like one thing and then that's why you die. It's like simultaneous. It's like a lot of simultaneous or one thing is causing this other thing to happen, which is causing this other thing to happen, which is going to cause your heart to stop. That kind sure. of thing. Um, but it's considered like clinical death is the stopping of blood flow, so circulation and stopping of breathing. Um, and that breathing can either be natural or if you have like machines hooked up to you that are like, breathing right. for you or Machine circulating assisted. your blood. Yeah. Um, that have that kind of support. So it's one or the other um, that you're, like, naturally doing it or machines or any combination. Um, But before, like, before current scientific advancements and stuff like that, um, they're just usually, like, any kind of blood flow that has, like, stopped or any kind of breathing that has stopped, 
they just didn't have the tools to like prevent that from happening and so you just died <laughs> you were just dead you just died like even stuff like the heimlich maneuver like you ch- you're dead like dead don't like you can try but like sorry you're done um or any kind of thing that yeah like if you are drowning mm-hmm. like bye whatever. um because that is like cpr is like a pretty like the fact that we have that is like pretty like interesting um i'm cpr certified uh we get you ever, it you're cpr certified you, know, you maybe can go out and do that i was gonna say like in my notes i was gonna like encourage people to sign up to do cpr that should cost me 80 dollars um with so but i don't know read up on it so you know the signs do your own research but, into cpr um, and if it's right for you and your family <laughs> but genuinely because not everybody can provide cpr and, but they can do other things um but anyway and like defibrillation um um that we now have like the ability to kind of like i don't know if you would call it stopping death or like preventing death or like continuing living like what's the more positive spin probably the second one i would i don't know i guess i mean saying like you were able to stop death that kind of appeals to a person's ego yeah um but the reason that there is a distinction between like clinical death and just death is that clinical death is technically reversible so you can come back from clinical okay which is what i was saying before with like cpr and stuff like that Mm -hmm. where it's like you notice someone's like pulse is stopping and you continue cpr to do it manually for them um but like maybe in between like them getting to the hospital or whatever you know like it can stop but then cpr is what's like restarting it again sure so um technically you can come back from it or like if you ever hear stories where it's like oh i was dead for seven minutes and then i came back like when people like flatline on the table and then they do like the shock paddles or whatever and like doing yeah the defibrillator and stuff like that now that we have that every other episode of house md (laughs) yeah (laughs) so clinical death reversible death is death death is death um but like i said we've learned a lot about what helps the body like run how it works um and so there's just some things that we've learned about how long we can last as well like um given the human limitations (laughs) i don't know why i wrote that um so we know now that um we can survive without full blood circulation for at least 30 minutes we can if it's with warm temperatures this is the caveat you can have sometimes after up to six hours to reattach a limb wow but if it's colder um i think because of the damage done to like the tissue or whatever that's interesting because i would think that it would be opposite yeah because one of the other things we talk about later is the way that that slows it down um but um bone tendon and your skin can survive between eight to twelve hours um and this is without blood circulation um, but your brain can only last less than three minutes so sometimes it's just like the blood flow just in your leg maybe is what's like getting cut off or something and so your leg or skin will have like only a certain amount of time but if it were to be happening in your brain directly you would only have three minutes i wish i could remember exactly but i do have a vague memory of learning this from house md yeah no where I it's like learn, if it's yeah above the elbow or below the elbow you yeah. have as yeah, much that's time like to like reattach where, is, where the heart is right like, um yes i if you watch all of house 
and Grey's Anatomy, I think they automatically give you an A on the MCAT if you can prove that you did watch Damn, that I one. have recently rewatched all of House. I am opposed. I, I'm opposed to Grey's Anatomy. Uh, it's too long. I yeah, no, I could anymore. Um, but yeah, hypothermia, like I said, it has been shown to extend window of recovery um, for people without brain damage. Like without causing brain damage right. um, to about 10 minutes. Um, so if you have, like, you stop breathing, don't have blood circulating, um, the colder you are, the longer you have to either someone starts emergency care on you um, to having, like, permanent damage kind of thing. Um, and this also led to the saying, talking about um, uh, fucking, like, procedural TV shows, nobody's dead until they're warm and dead which is a quote that's probably been said on every single one of those like shows most assuredly multiple times um i just heard it on law and order svu dun dun yeah dun dun um some surgeries actually require that blood circulation gets stopped um like when they're doing surgery on parts of the brain or if someone has a brain aneurysm Mm -hmm. and so they have a way to induce clinical death for up to 30 minutes on people and then they can bring them back because they just can't have the blood flow right interfere and then i said that already um brain death um is also separate from clinical death technically but if you have brain death you can bleed to clinical death um but brain death is permanent and irreversible um and can also um or no it's different from just being like what they call an a like vegetative state right or like a coma because um, a coma is like a prolonged state of time that you're unconscious but you still have like body and brain function um there's like measurable brain yes, activity like, like brain waves like stuff like that it's just something to do with like the consciousness or sometimes people get like medically put into comas just so their bodies like rest um i wish i'd never mind Huh? You could be in a coma? I'd like to be be put into a medical coma. I've considered that before. And then that's, uh, my therapist said, that's not okay. That's not a normal thought to have. I hope my therapist doesn't listen. Nicole, if you're out there, don't listen to this. I'm fine, actually. I don't have any. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I don't. If you're having thoughts like this, maybe reach out to someone. (laughs) Don't worry. I'm going to start taking the appropriate again. Um, Where my well patient girl is at. Um. But yeah, it can be any combination of the parts of the brain that are dead to be considered brain dead. So, uh, like, if it controls, you know, different parts of your brain control different parts of, like, your function. And so it's any combination of other parts of the brain that would count for that. Um, there is also the idea of suspended animation um, that is uses some of the stuff that I talked about earlier. So, like, in surgeries, they'll induce clinical death. Um, or they'll use um, the cold, like they'll induce hypothermia sometimes um, in people to give them more time to like resuscitate or Mm -hmm. like have time to work on them medically. Um, So going back to the film, um, this is a Soviet doctor, I'm so sorry for the name, Dr. Brukonenko. Mm -hmm. I don't know any like Russian or anything but um he created <laughs> one of the first what's called autojector or like a heart and lung machine which is like intended to um like do the job of the heart and the lungs like what we have right. now so this is like the first of it uh, 
for a patient. So he shows his experiments for uh, his tool um, being used on dogs. And so they like filmed it with several dogs. I watched this. It's only like 20 minutes, not even. Um, And um, it's all, I don't know. The way that they jump around with the shots is, we'll get to it. Um, But like, it's on YouTube. Like you can just look it up and like, it's just, and there's a translated like official English version because they aired this. There's like a a U.S. Soviet friendship in science something um, where they were like so like um, excuse me sharing medical advancements with each other and stuff. But um, is that pre Cold War, post Cold War? 1940s, pre pre I think. Um, But yeah, so the first shot um, is showing a dog heart. Uh, it's like hanging off this weird machine like I can't describe it but there's like pipes not pipes tubes tubes yeah tubes connected to it that is making it do the contract um, they're pumping like new blood into through right. the heart yeah and the, the heart is just doing the movements of what like a normal heart would like it's contracting it's, pum- it's like beating that. it's pumping yeah um, and then they show the same thing but with a lung being like inflated deflated the lungs just like in a bowl um and it kind of looks like a bellows is that like in a fireplace oh yeah yeah um but i'm sure they they specified that all the blood that they use was oxygenated um so it's not like dead blood right um which is another thing that can die like huh is another thing that dies like yeah like the the cells and the blood yeah die and so the blood is just like not your body can't use it Uh uh-uh it's just like right the cells clump together um but then um, that same, the autojector is shown connected to a, like, decapitated dog head. And it's being pumped full of blood. And because um, it doesn't have, like, the lungs connected. So really all it needs is oxygen through the blood. Because that's just, like, how our body works. It's not that we, like, need, like, need to breathe. It's just, like, that's how we get oxygen into our right. body. So if we had another way of getting oxygen in, then we would, like, do that. So that's why, like, the head by itself with, like, no lungs can work is they put the oxygen through the blood um but and then they start like testing it um and it's like reacting to stimulus so it's like um they shine light in its eyes they like tap a hammer by its head they put like i think it was like citric acid in its mouth and Mm -hmm. it's like licking itself and like lapping like a normal dog would um and then later on they induce a heart attack in a dog by like draining its blood (laughs) yeah um i don't know if the that was supposed to happen or that's just what happened but um because i would imagine like a heart attack put strain on the heart so i don't know if they wanted to like actually strain the heart yeah Yeah. or if they wanted to just like have them pass different and like i don't know um but they leave it dead for 10 minutes before hooking it up to the machine and pumping blood through it again and then like having it breathe um and then it's they claim that the dog's heart just starts to get on its own and it starts breathing on its own um, and then afterwards that they observed the dog over the next 10 days and said that it was healthy and that they did, they just repeated this several different times. They killed this dog again? No, different dogs. Different dogs. Each, each thing only happened to dog once. Okay. Um, but there was a fun fact that one of the dogs was the offspring of like both of its parents had also been killed and brought back. Um, and then they had the, that dog. That and dog. And that dog had that happen. Jeez. Um, which I think just sounds kind of evil, but that's <laughs> terrible. That's really I mean, up. You know, um, there's a whole thing to be said about yeah. experimenting on animals, yeah, but yeah, yeah. medical ethics exists for a reason. <laughs> um, 
he did make one that was like for humans but it was never used like it was just like a prototype thing and it's at the museum of cardiovascular surgery and use it cowards yeah hook me up right now (laughs) um but there is a lot of skepticism and like pushback to the film now and in the 1940s um but i think most of it is just because we've like grown as a right. science we, community we and like we know developed that that's not how we... ethics um and also like some of the stuff like like are you really calling it life if you're just like making this muscle contract right if yeah you're just inflating and deflating the lungs like are you saying that that's life what they were saying is that other full like resuscitation is like oh we brought them back like from clinical death um and some people said i think i don't know people were making claims that the dogs actually didn't live that long afterwards like after they were brought back Mm -hmm. and that they like weren't back to the normal function that they were before this happened to them um and it was really just like not actually successful um but because i've seen like i don't know if it was i think it was at school they like brought someone in to teach us about like why smoking's bad and they had example lungs and they had a normal lung and like a black lung and right. like inflate them but they were real human lungs oh yeah we didn't have that yeah and so they were like on a table i think it was like it might have been on one of those like college tours for like stem people or something i just saw that in <laughs> high school um <laughs> crazy nonetheless yeah um and then they yeah like showed us like deflating inflating like a healthy lung versus like a smoker's lung (coughs) no (laughs) um but so like now we know that that's like that doesn't mean anything right that organ isn't like alive again um and then also concerns about just like cellular death of like um with no oxygen in it for that long and 10 minutes is like pushing it even by like today's standards of being able to be without oxygen to your brain for that long Mm -hmm. um and come back and be absolutely normal because most people it's like they'll come back after like having a kind of brain but they'll have like brain damage right brain yeah um that kind of thing um next i did want to talk about like cryogenics a little bit um which is when they freeze so this is specifically human remains so you have to already be dead before they freeze you right um it's just legally and stuff like that but they freeze people to it was negative 320.8 degrees fahrenheit um to keep you like that's so specific um, yeah um like suspended just in the hopes that one day science will get to the point where we can be resurrected right because at this point we we know we, we can't we don't know if it's going to be possible no like it's with that technology shoot. right now we know that's not going to work but maybe hopefully but maybe hopefully but maybe hopefully in like a few hundred years but people have to pay so much fucking money um what do you think happens if these like companies that house like these bodies like go out of business i think that's like I don't know if it was that, but, like, some, I feel like something similar happened. It might have been a plot in one of those shows, but, um, where, like, they had to close down. But most of the time, people have to set up trusts or have, like, living relatives that, like, pay for it. And there's just, like, weird legal stuff of, like, what will happen if we default on it? You know, like, you're right. going to make a payment. Like, yeah. you, like, kill the person. But well, they're, they're already, already dead. dead. But do you, like, you just turn the person off, like, out of the freezer. You just pull them out oh, You fall. defrost them. Yeah. And then... Have to my mom's him. gonna kill me i forgot yeah. to take my brother out of the freezer <laughs> i had all day i had all morning <laughs> um but yeah so as of 2014 
about 250 bodies have been like preserved like that in the u.s but another 1,500 have made arrangements for that to happen um it, that's have gone up for sure i was like, gonna say that doesn't sound like enough i mean it's it's it more than enough there's but. only four companies right now in the world that do this three are in the u.s and one's in russia that makes sense um, yeah uh but some people also choose to only preserve their brain interesting and not their whole body um with like the hope that they'll be transplanted like, into another yes, body or some or... people think that like somehow we'll be able to use dna to like bring a person back i don't know sure. there's a lot of different thoughts but the point is is that it's just a real big hope i mean i guess that that's that's back. not that far-fetched right because we have cloned like animals before oh, like yeah. dolly but then it's also like the ethics of like yeah i mean do you think that someone who's cryogenically clone? freezing themselves really cares no <laughs> Hell no, baby. Absolutely not. Because, like, you know, when they do get to that point, humans get to that point where we have that technology, those people are also going to die. And they can also just test it on them where they can say, you know, I don't know yeah. like, you don't have to spend all this stuff, like, time and money on this. It doesn't have to be you. You're not the main character. Um, <laughs> That's where you're wrong. Yeah. Rich people feel like they're the main characters in yeah, everyone's lives. Sure. Also, super. I I'm super almost done, but I got excited like researching again. <laughs> um, but there's also the concept of being legally dead, um, which in the U.S. like usually you need a body um, to say that someone's legally dead. But there are cases where people um, like go missing, go missing, yeah, and then come back later. Or sometimes it's fraud. Sometimes it's on accident. Um, fun fact: the U.S. Social Security Administration. Um, declares 12,200 people dead when they're actually alive. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, that's a lot. And also, depending on the state, um, it can take years or decades to reverse that. If you live in Ohio, you're fucked because they don't have a way to undead you. Legally. I briefly worked at MetLife doing death matching. Yeah. Because uh, MetLife, if you don't know, does like life insurance policies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as a company they'll get pinged by social security administration and stuff when someone is registered as dead and my job would be to like if i can't get in contact with this person because we like the first course of action is to like send a letter you like search for their obituary you have to like make sure that they're dead and sometimes they were not they were not yeah so that's super great um yeah so that's like a whole other thing like to declare yourself living again in the eyes of the law like you have to resurrect yourself and go through so much fucking paperwork i can't even imagine um and then the last things are we're back with our buddy lazarus um there's two kind of medical related terms kind of that are like a sit or just he gets to be named that even though like as we've mentioned a ton of people have gotten resurrected actually so i don't know why lazarus is the only one that gets like stuff named after him (laughs) um but whatever he has a whole movie and everything um but the lazarus sign um is a reflex or a movement that can happen in people who are brain dead um and so their brain is no longer communicating with any part of their body um but this reflex is caused by a specific like neuro connection that doesn't pass through the brain it's all in the spine mm-hmm. and so sometimes they have a reflex where they are, their arms will jerk up like literally like up above them yeah. or like the arms will fall on their chest and they're like people think that they're awake again right um, but they're not it's just like a reflex a function like a of the body reflex. yeah um but lazarus syndrome is when there's like a spontaneous resuscitation 
after a failed resuscitation. So you've been declared clinically dead and then come back after. Um, so it's super rare and like they don't know why or how it happens on the wikipedia they list every single person who has like had a Lazarus <laughs> it's like not very yeah. many um and there's a record that was held um by 59 year old velma thomas who's in west virginia who was revived after being clinically dead for 17 hours Jeez. and they unplugged her life support and then 10 minutes later woke up like got resuscitated yeah. like that's just crazy gasped. And like started breathing on her own again. And like to full, do you, I mean, do you know, like to um, full function? I tried, or? but um, the two articles had one of those limits on where I had to sign up to be a oh. reader, and I couldn't read the articles. But <laughs> they talked to her family, I think. Um, but a lot of the people who have this too, maybe will like not make it super long afterwards, and then some won't get up and just like fully recover. Yeah. So there's just like not like again in those dramatic shows where they're like doing CPR, they're like stop that's enough they're gone and then it's like <gasps> what's the time yeah. yeah but they have to ask what's the time for they have to oh, be sorry. clinically dead <laughs> time of death a time of death um but yeah so i think it's just like super interesting and i kept thinking about resurrection as being like splitting the body from the mind slash the soul mm-hmm. or whatever and like what is life like what is living communicating but not to get super not to get yeah. philosophical. Not to get philosophical. We'll get uh, movie critical. <laughs> media critical. So, I guess, uh, in regards to media, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a little bit more nuance. And there is a lot of nuance, right, already between clinical and, and actual death, like you mentioned. Yeah. But, like, when you start to think about movies, like, do you consider vampires mm-hmm. resurrected? I, I know you, you talked briefly about zombies and, like, Haitian. Yeah. I actually, because I am going to consider it, yes, a resurrection. Just because when I'm thinking of, like, the media of, like, vampires, uh, not all of them super serious. I'm thinking about Twilight and what we do in the shadows. But there is, like, a distinction, not just in, like, obviously, like, now they're a monster, but in, like, the person that they were when they were human Mm -hmm. versus, like, the person that they are when they're vampires as being like almost a reincarnation not yeah. a resurrection because it's like technically they're all the same but also they're a different person now and like, like, well I, I question it now because after you, you talk about the, you know the medical definition of death I feel like when you talk about vampires and media there's a lot of um, a lot of interpretations where like they don't retain those bodily functions right, like right, right. blood is not circulating or like you, know. you shouldn't have been able to get her pregnant in twilight exactly yeah <laughs> you have have the blood flow yeah no blood flow to the cold the old the old dick and balls freezing icicle sorry so like by, so like by a de- medical definition right they're they're not they're, yeah. living it's not a resurrection yeah no because they haven't but they're mine like i don't know but also spiritually but though because like if you believe that like about yeah spiritually would a vampire have retained their soul right that is well like okay again uh what we do in the shadows uh there's an episode where they interact like them as vampires interact with the ghosts of their human selves Mm -hmm. so there's like the idea of like yes they don't have a soul anymore because they're a monster right they're just this animated thing but like are they the same person? Should I? Am I the same person? 
<laughs> maybe for, maybe further discussion on a future episode about yeah, vampires because I, I don't think we've specifically no. covered vampires, but that, that, that just got me thinking about it. There's a lot of nuance yeah. there. Uh, so, but for my contribution to the podcast for this episode, is I, I chose a few movies and I thought we could discuss each of them, and uh, whether we would consider them movies about resurrection and uh, maybe what the resurrection itself means, because I feel like biblically, you know, there is a meaning to resurrection, right? right. right? So, like, like this person has yet to do something. What does like it whatever. mean in the literary context? Right. right. Um, so, the first movie I watched was Jennifer's Body. And I, I think we've definitely talked about Jennifer's body before. 100%. Yeah. But if you're a new listener or you've never watched it or you've never heard us talk about Jennifer's body before, as a brief summary, it's a cult classic movie. Uh, it follows a couple of high school friends, Needy, played by Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. Seyfried? Seyfried? Seyfried. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Jennifer as... Um, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Just picturing her. Are you going to think of her name? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I... The thing is, I'm looking at my notes, and I wrote, and Jennifer as Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe notes aren't for me. Ooh. But Jennifer becomes part of the satanic ritual. I guess I don't know if it's satanic, but demonic, uh, yeah. for sure. Uh, black magic, ill-intended, uh, ritual gone wrong, and returns as some kind of sexy teenage succubus. Yeah. Uh, first off, just like a gut reaction, resurrection or not. I yes. Okay, this one's tough for me because Jennifer does die, yeah. and she de- I mean she describes being brutalized and thrown into a sinkhole or whirlpool or whatever it was, uh, and like is suddenly conscious again, uh, and she seeks out needy immediately. Uh, but where it gets a little bit more well, there's a little bit more gray area for me is that uh, God I can't believe I'm reading these notes and not being able to do that. Do you ever read and then not read at the same time? Yeah. All the time. So where it gets great for me is that um, she does retain her sentience and some of her soul, I guess. Um, but there's definitely, like, outside dark forces. Yeah, like, like, she... I don't remember if it's her specifically or Needy at some point say that she has, like, been possessed yeah. by something. So I think that was, like... I think that I... I don't know if the intention was for her to be a succubus or if it, she was just supposed to be possessed because I feel like those are two different things because a succubus itself is its own entity and I thought they were just always demons right I didn't think it was like you could get turned into one but like one way or the other whether she's a succubus or she's possessed yeah. she's no longer Jennifer right well I feel like yeah or it's just like it is her plus there's like a plus one in there um, that is the demon or like the force but because like you said like she remembers still her like she's still going to school like she's like <laughs> still doing all that stuff like she's yeah. getting ready in the morning and so um uh, but it like i, I guess it suddenly has like urges what I, what I use sort of as a metric for this um and is like i guess the, the golden example yeah. is like jesus christ right yeah like for both examples jesus and jennifer there were <laughs> out- how can you put two hotties together like that <laughs> jesus and jennifer both had outside forces acting on them right yeah. because jesus was brought back by god jennifer yeah, was brought yeah. back by whatever this is yeah. but like when jesus comes back jesus is fully himself yeah there's like not an indication that he is something well, other or possessed guess, or changed yeah and I, if because it's more like animalistic with jennifer because she like it feels compelled to like 
kill and like do all right. these things. And I see that as more being almost like, like I said, animal characteristic. And so it's like, well, if they can come back, but as something else, mm-hmm. reincarnated as opposed to resurrection. So like, it is her. It's just now she's like changing. The other part of it, though, know. that makes me question it is that there's this element of like her power that she has because she does. She now has power. Yeah can be taken from her in some way or it can be passed on or imbued yeah. uh because at, at the end of the film the spoilers <laughs> needy will eventually have to kill jennifer right and right. they they're in this altercation and jennifer bites needy and at the very end of the film you realize that this whole movie is being narrated by needy in her prison or yeah. her psychiatric hold wherever she's yeah. at because she got blamed for all these murders um, and she is floating. She has retained some yes. power for th- power through so the bite like of a Jennifer. Parasitic thing. Then. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Like, it, it's it, like it. It took back the. Body. She was infected. So maybe like the body came back, but not. It makes me think of like that, uh, and a timely example would be like The Last of Us. But it makes me think of that like fungus that takes over the brains of yeah. like ants, where like yeah. the ants are still performing their duties and their yeah. functions, but they're being driven by something else. Um. So, that so demons. yeah. At the end, that's all fungus is. Demons, things. demons on earth. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm, I'm gonna give it a. I will give it a pass. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's not like, does it's not as. It <laughs> does it resurrect? It's yeah. not as egregious as like, zombies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like a zombie is a person or a creature that's died and come back, but they don't retain. No any of their also former like self rotting. they are actively dying again. actively decaying yeah. and rotting uh not retaining any form of their identity and their only function is to feed on flesh human yeah. flesh usually uh, so yeah I, I will say that i, I think it is a resurrection yeah. movie yeah. but i have my doubts <laughs> i have my doubts i'm going to bat for jennifer's body and the only thing, the only reason, really, the, the big reason is that she does remain like a self-actualized person, and she does have her own desires. Like when she says she's, when she says she woke up, her immediate reaction was to find needy, yeah, right, right, and like be with her friend. Mm-hmm. Um, gay. <laughs> also gay. gay. Also gay. Also very gay. Incredibly gay. I mean, also, not incredibly gay, just... but like gay. I think needy made the wrong choice here. Is all I'm saying, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you had to... I mean, consider that Jennifer did, like, kill Needy's boyfriend, like, right in front of her. And, like... Whatever. Well, I would rather it be a gay movie. Yeah. Young Neil did nothing wrong. That's not his <laughs> name in the movie, but that ki- that guy in that movie played Young Neil in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, oh, and that's good. how yeah, I think yeah, about yeah. him. Um, the second movie I watched was Pet Cemetery. Yes. 1989 specifically so the original uh, again a brief synopsis for anyone who lives under a rock um, like apparently my roommate had never watched this for real <laughs> really I feel like this is one that a they lot most people it already like. I, th- that's what I said is like not even the 2019 one yeah. nope she'd never watched it uh, but a young family of four moves to a rural northeastern town from Chicago to a property that butts up against a busy roadway the old man neighbor, Judd, Judd. <laughs> ropes Lewis, the father, into some shady, culturally appropriate of dark magic. 
that's how they put it on the VHS box. Culturally appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> this is my definition. This is my reading, but uh, I think that they should have put it on like yeah. it's on the box. When his daughter's cat dies, which leads to a deeper, darker magic when Lewis's toddler son tragically dies in the roadway. R.I.P. Would it be me, though? Rip to Gabe. Is his name Gabe? Yeah, know. Gage. Gage. They're the same name. Uh, so first off, uh, before I ask my question, I wanted mm-hmm. to, because I did kind of do some research into this one in terms of, like, resurrection and Native American mythos mm-hmm. and, like, indigenous cultures, or specifically, like, United States mm-hmm. indigenous cultures. Uh, just because the crux of this movie is that the act of burying the dead in a Native American burial ground, uh, the Micmac in this case, is what brings them back to life, albeit with consequences, which we will get into as a point of contention for this movie. Um, so, the Micmac, uh, Wikipedia said it's pronounced Migma, but I, could not tell I couldn't tell you for sure. Uh, and in parentheses, I have a fun fact for anybody who's ever watched <laughs> Degrassi, which is like me and my roommate, <laughs> is that yeah. Grace from Degrassi actress named Nikki Gold is Micmac. Oh. Um, so it is an actual Native is. American tribe yeah. that existed or exists in the Northeast and okay. in parts of Canada. So he did his research before he wrote. Vaguely. Mm. Let's not give Stephen King <laughs> no, that much credit. Nothing. <laughs> he gets nothing. He gets nothing. Uh, so the Micmac uh, are the specific tribe that they mentioned in Pet Cemetery. Um, and then for full transparency, my research wasn't super thorough. However, it doesn't appear that historically the Micmac specifically had a resurrection myth. Yeah, I when i was looking into it for like the other one like it did mention like offhand like oh some indigenous like like specifically like north native american um like cultures had it but nothing would like give me a name of anyone that just said yeah some some and i was like there's hundreds (laughs) like i don't know where like you know so i just like did not go with that further some articles that i read did say that many modern micmac um, as many modern indigenous groups in general are practitioners of Catholicism yep. slash Christianity, which as a result of, you know, like post-contact cultural assimilation, um, you know, means so that they forced, do have a resurrection yeah, myth. Yeah. But uh, in traditional Native American uh, spirituality, I didn't find a lot of like concrete examples yeah. of a resurrection myth. Um, so given that there's no specific resurrection lore amongst indigenous cultures, at least in my mm-hmm. very brief research, where does the myth come from of like the magic Indian or like the um, Indian my burial ground? I guess is racism. <laughs> I think it comes from racism. Yeah, uh, pr- pretty much. The uh, answer is the 80s. Yeah. Uh, like most things that you see on TV. Uh, the quote-unquote Indian burial ground trope surfaced in the 80s following the debut of 1979's The Amityville Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closest I was ever able to get to anything resembling the plot of Pet Cemetery in terms of mythos is that some tribes believe that disruption or improper burial of the dead can result in misfortune for the family of the deceased. However, they do not believe that the spirit slash the dead themselves are evil or malicious in any way, mm-hmm. which is contrary to what happens in Pet Cemetery. Right. Which brings me to my contention with categorizing this as a resurrection movie, or rather my hesitation. Okay. Okay. Uh, but right, like right now, your interpretation: resurrection movie or not? I wanted to say like it's kind of like the resurrection like movie. Yeah. Where it's like that's what it like is the thing that is about. Um, but 
I think I may know what some of your reservations are, but I'm gonna say yes. I'm just gonna say yes. I count it. Okay, so Pet Cemetery, to me, borders on being like a proto zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not a zombie movie in the traditional sense because typically, at least in modern media, zombies are made because of something like targeting the brain. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it definitely has elements of being a zombie yeah. movie. Um, the dead are buried in this Minmac burial site and then returned, but they aren't quite right. And I'm pretty sure that was like a tagline. Yeah, Yeah. that was a tagline or a quote from the movie specifically. They just don't come back right. right. Um, Me every time I wake up, they didn't come back right. (laughs) They just didn't come back right. Uh, So Gage, the child, is sentient in the sense that he is able to speak and form complete thoughts and recognizes his parents and his neighbors, but he is now suddenly compelled to commit extreme acts of violence yeah uh and it was the same deal with the pet cat but he kills judd and his mom and when lewis makes the same mistake with his wife rachel Mm -hmm. after gage kills her like he did with gage she also comes back and ultimately kills lewis so with a lot of reservation, I say yeah. <laughs> this is a resurrection movie, but it's it's so like, close to being back, a zombie I think movie. It's kind of like to like you were saying, like if you quote unquote like, which I think is the difference when I was like reading through my for my stuff is the difference between like differentiating between body and mind or mm-hmm. soul, like whatever you're gonna call it. The you know, and so if like, did you resur- you resurrected a body like? the physical form but then like the inside part didn't come <laughs> so did it like come along you know so but then this is like led me to wonder this is my next question or whatever and you know let's discuss mm-hmm. but where does the idea of like the dead come back wrong come from because um, I'm, I'm thinking from my perspective the blueprint for resurrection mm-hmm. again jesus he didn't come, come back, back wrong and like it's not implied ever that like any of the people he brought back came back wrong. Right. Um, I think I'm gonna blame the Christians probably because just the idea of like demons and like demons attacking and demons being like a force that's like calculating and stuff, um, and like our fears of like the fact that like Catholicism there are priests that do exorcists mm-hmm. like we have like we the catholic uh, <laughs> uh, have the belief that like demons can come in and like you know stuff like that so we like have an idea so if like if it's one of these instances like if it was just like a lazarus effect or something like someone they thought based on the time are dead but because like we don't have any modern tech you know mm-hmm. modern advances like oh i think they're dead and then they wake up again and that's like a weird thing to me and then maybe again like they don't have as much function in their brain anymore because of whatever reason and so they're like oh they're different now they're different yeah so Um, yeah this kind of drives for me the reason that to have the discussion of like what is what does resurrection mean in media because it feels like they're if you're if you're resurrecting someone and they come back wrong like there's a lesson to be learned from that but like what is the lesson is the lesson just that this is man's folly we're doomed to or that never succeed in 
the realms of God. Or there's like forces of like, because sometimes it could be like an af, like you know, oh you did die, go to an afterlife thing, and then there's something in that afterlife because it's like an unknown, right? That comes back with you, or it comes back instead of you. Or and like, and that's where I think Jennifer's body yes, falls into, yeah. right? Like so she like, is dead, and something came back with her. Yeah, and so I think it comes from people's fears of like not knowing what happens after you die. And then you just kind of start spiraling, and you're like, "What if a demon comes back in my body?" <laughs> like that kind of thing. I, I just that that kind of mystified me because I feel like the the most prominent myth of resurrection, like the the resurrection of Jesus, is mm-hmm. there. There was never an example or like a time that people ever doubted that. Well, I think maybe that is maybe where it came from, where people were trying to like push back and be like counter counterpoint. Yeah, like Jesus counter, was actually evil, whatever, or like in an artistic sense of being like you know like a counter story to that of mm-hmm. like, yeah what if that did happen but it was scary <laughs> it kind of feels to like, me like it's it's like the pervasiveness of christianity yeah. in this country that yeah. it's like and just it's a punishment it's a punishment right because like you've death, you've sure. decided to like play god and you're yes. not you're yeah. less than yeah. yeah 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 where it's like something's always gonna you know going against nature so yep. some of them too it's just like I don't know if they always name it God in the movies, mm-hmm. but it's, like, this force of nature that, like, this is not supposed to happen. Right. And I think that happens a lot, too, where you're, like, in any, like, movies that are, like, about magic or about whatever, it's, like, death is the one thing you do not mess with. And, like, or, like, the idea of, like, oh, the genie gives you three wishes, but you can't wish... Someone back, back from the dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's that for a reason. It's one of those, like, permanent... It's absolute. Universal. Death yes, is absolute. absolute. And so messing with that in any way is, like, something's gonna happen. I agree. Yeah unrelated to the discussion on resurrection but about pet cemetery i have so many issues with the neighbor character judd Judd. uh because maybe this is kind of a segue in that from that conversation of like this is uh, the influence of christianity but like do you know like the idea of there's a character in a movie that's not explicitly the devil but feels like a devil character i feel like judd is the devil character in this movie because none of this would have happened Mm -hmm. if judd had never exposed his family to the burial ground and furthermore it wouldn't have happened if he didn't have some kind of malicious intent at the very least didn't have some kind of like morbid curiosity because we come to find out in the movie that he has first-hand experience with this shit from his childhood like he has personally witnessed someone burying their dead child in his youth and he even outright tells lewis that he was personally involved in re-killing the child that was brought back from the dead because he was like violent and murderous yeah yeah jesus yeah that boy ain't right that boy ain't right that that old man ain't right right. and that's just true they're in why even ask? This is Stephen King. It's, like, it's in Maine. Maine? Maine. Okay, sorry. I don't know my states. Um, I knew it was up there, though. <laughs> it was up there. In one of the white ones. <laughs> up and to the right. Uh, so I, I just think that's interesting. Because it, it feels like... Um, Stephen King's self-insert character. Judd, specifically, yeah. is Stephen King's yeah. self-insert character. Not the character. writer, author in the book. Like all his other books. Is he an author in that book? Uh, the main character, yeah. Lewis? No, he's the doctor. Oh. Damn. Yeah, that's why it has to be Judd. That. Which is also interesting <laughs> because there's a part where, like, he has this guy come in who got hit by a, a car, I think. 
Pascal is his name, and he's also kind of a recurring character because he comes back as a ghost to warn Lewis mm-hmm. to like not do this. But there's that element of like he tried to bring Pascal back from the dead, tried to resuscitate him after his oh, accident yeah. and failed, mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. I hate Judd. Yeah. <laughs> I Judd over here. Judd has one hater, and it's me. And if Judd has no haters, then I'm dead. Uh, the last movie I watched for this uh, was The Lazarus Effect. Yes. Um, again, to give a quick rundown of the movie, basically a group of researchers slash doctors made up by like a weirdly superstar cast yeah. of Olivia Wilde playing another doctor, Post House MD, Mike Duplis of Creep fame, Donald Glover, oh, yeah. and Evan Peters. Which, it feels like Evan Peters is the least out of pocket yeah, like, person oh, like that, to cast. That makes sense. That makes sense. Wait, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. What are you doing? I there? didn't look this up, but I wonder if this is before or after Cowboys versus Aliens. <laughs> I think probably before. I don't know. I feel like this is pretty recent, like 2016, and Cowboys versus Aliens. I was still in high school when that movie came out. Mm, I don't know. Well, I'm old. Time isn't real. So. Time isn't real. Anyway. There are these researchers, and they're researching this mysterious, quote-unquote, Lazarus serum, and inevitably stumble upon resurrection. So first, with a dog that comes back wrong, again, the same elements of they brought this dog back, but he's wrong in some way. That boy right. That boy ain't right. And then, with Olivia Wilde. She's electrocuted, performing a second attempt on another dog, and dies. She gets electrocuted. So her research partner and like romantic partner mark dupless and the the actor i can't remember any of their names uh decides that he's going to like last ditch effort this is like Mm -hmm. because the it didn't work with the second dog but he loves her he needs to bring her back and she also comes back but also with telekinetic powers um also she was apparently stuck in hell oh like that's a, a part of the movie she she comes back and she's like, I, I've been gone for so long. And he says, it's been like 10 minutes. And yeah. she goes, it's been years for me. Yeah. Uh, does that imply it's hell? Or does that imply that that like, Well, has, like, there, there's some like backstory about she has her own personal hell where she like, while she was alive, had recurring nightmares about this like apartment building on fire. Oh, I remember. And I remember. And then you uh, find spoilers. out, spoilers, spoilers, uh, spoilers. That she caused it. That she caused it when as a child. Did, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this that was her version of hell with that, was being stuck that. reliving that being stuck in the apartment and like seeing mm. people's hands like yeah. from underneath the door trying to get out that was scary um so let's 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 put the, the conversation about actual resurrection on the back burner for like one moment to talk about this movie as a movie because yeah. this is the first time I've ever watched this oh, movie I've seen it before yeah it was bad mm-hmm. yeah like when you were talking about the cast it's like yeah this is just like a side gig that they picked up to like truly this is like, like make some some side money. olivia wilde wanted an extra yacht because yeah, why would like, you do this otherwise yeah. it was so bad and like the work you put into it it was so bad it's under an hour and a half long mm-hmm. i think it's like an hour and maybe 16 17 minutes it's so short which would have been fine because i think movies are too long now <laughs> But it, it would have been fine if it didn't feel like two-thirds of a movie. Like, there's so many loose ends and, like, missing uh, information. Yeah. Like, where did they discover the serum? 
they just have it. They're they just, just like, have it. We're doctors, we research, and now we have this. And we have this. And what does it mean? What does it do? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And brings it back to life juice. Like, uh, I don't know. There's like a whole plot point where like their lab gets shut down because like they get sold out. Who sold them out? Yeah, like that that implies that it's like a private corporation, not like a university, which is like usually where yeah. these like research yep. things and, happen. And they're, they're, Mike Douglas has like a conversation with the dean. So it is like a university. research university at least or like but a the university. Got bought out? Uh, the, they're, uh, they're implying that like the people who funded this experiment got bought out and so now they own the intellectual property because they're no longer technically researching what they said they were researching but like also how did they get that information because they weren't publishing this it was secret yeah who who's spying on them why government like but but it's not even the government it's like a private entity capitalism and also I need more on Olivia Wilde's character backstory. That was such a wasted backstory on such a (laughs) shitty movie. Because if it was for, like, any... Even the same plot, just do it better. But, like, like the build-up of, like, the idea that, like, something you do, the guilt that you have, is your own personal hell. And that's what hell is. It's just what you make of it. It's, like, your guilt. Just so unexplored. So untouched. Mm -hmm. It was, like, such a... When they did the reveal at the end, where it's like she caused the fire as a child, it's like give me that information. Yeah. Like I did like the half an hour of that, ago. Of that, I just like, felt like the there that, was like, nothing leading up to it, though. I think like visually, I mean, I like the way that they oh, like that's fair. The colors and like her as a kid, <laughs> the pretty and, like, color, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It also is similar. I don't remember what this one's called, but like where they are like taking turns like almost killing people and then reviving them because they're doctor like students i think i know what you're talking about it's like possessor i don't know something like that but like they take turns like having to you know like yeah someone bring them back and like they're Mm -hmm. just like bragging being like who's the better doctor who's the better whatever but then it like catches up i don't know if there's like a supernatural element necessarily it's just that like i've never watched it but i feel like i saw a trailer like this is a recenter movie (sighs) I don't know. I think that's why I'm getting this one mixed up with. It might have been an older movie. Uh, or I think the goal, too, was, like, to try and, like, kill them without getting caught. Or I don't know. Like, medically use your medical skills to kill to people. To kill kind of somebody. Yeah. I don't know. Th- that one I get confused with. This one time, so. um, but do they all take... They don't take turns doing the serum, right? No. She's no, no, the no. only one. She's the only her. human who gets resurrected. Yeah. It's uh, one dog and her. One dog and her. <laughs> yeah. And then just like also just fun powers just cause and yeah also just, that was also unexplained, it's like the dog. Did I, did the dog well, actually, we, we don't know. We don't know because what there's a, a dog there's do a with part powers. Well, there's a part where uh, Evan Peters' character is like alone in the lab because he's like babysitting the dog and the dog is like in a crate, mm-hmm. and somehow the dog gets himself out of the crate and mm-hmm. also like opens the fridge and like the cupboards and like has like shit all over the ground so that's what a dog would do to the telekinetic powers i want I, door open i feel door like, open i feel like it would have been a better movie if they had made it more clear that the dog also had telekinetic powers right. and uh, like and they were it was her sidekick and then they have adventures after oh my god we just wrote the sequel yeah. to <laughs> the next abc spinoff from lazarus effect of olivia wilde and a dog she would do it what's she doing now i guess she just did uh don't worry darling she's I think she has other things to worry about. Her right divorce. Now. Just her life. Just her life. Yeah. She's no longer with Harry Styles. Yeah. Um, so, resurrection or not? 
don't know because all of these are just like it's yeah, nitpicky stuff but like technically yeah. like yeah technically actually yeah. this one to me i said in my notes i wrote this down so you know it's what i thought at the time mm-hmm. and I, I guess i stand by it but yeah this this one feels unquestionably like it qualifies as a resurrection because yeah. at the end yeah that's what she's tormented by it's herself it's not like one more thing that, that just triggered me that remembered that reminded me that there's like a very small unexplored like facet of her personality which is that she's like a christian because she like has a little <gasps> cross necklace and like it wasn't it was i don't think it was specifically a christian but, movie like, what if it was a secret christian movie like it was a psyop yeah <laughs> or it's like a what what is it when you like flash images oh uh, i don't know but i know what you're talking yeah. about <laughs> sorry listener we don't know words conditioning uh yeah like uh clockwork brain. orange where they like yeah tape his eyes yeah. open and like pop subliminal messaging subliminal messaging god christ yeah um but maybe it was a subliminal message uh christian movie like flyleaf the band um oh god i for i always forget that flyleaf was a christian rock band right that's how they get you evanescence too and you're like wow yeah and then you remember and then they got you (laughs) i never think about evanescence until i'm thinking about i can feel you all around me and i'm like yeah that's definitely about jesus yeah um Again, though, this one has those same elements of, mm-hmm. like, inexplicably violent yeah. and telekinetic. Um, some maybe examples of people who have been resurrected and didn't come back wrong, like Jesus. Goku? Goku came back Goku wrong. Goku came back fine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was fine. never the same father. Was he a great father to begin with? No, you're right. He was just the worst one. <laughs> he was just the worst one. Um, he wasn't great at the beginning. But he came back fine, I think. Oh, yeah, sorry. he was fine. He was fine. He was all and right. like Jesus, Goku, too, had <laughs> great powers. <laughs> Technically a regeneration, could it? Or was that not one of the rules? For... You make the wish. The, oh, Dragon, Dragon Ball? Ball? I can't tell you about okay. the rules. I need I, to rewatch It's them. been years. Yeah. Uh, to find one that is... No one come after me dubbed because I s- don't have the attention span to sit and listen and read captions like oh, fake so weeb, fake weeb. So sorry. Another anime fake, example. Hey, who has a tattoo on their <laughs> tattoo? <laughs> me. That's different because my body is a temple. Decrepit. <laughs> <laughs> Crumbling. Sorry. Has some moss in places it shouldn't oh have moss. Oh my god. Uh, another example of an anime resurrection though. Uh, Yusuke Urameshi. Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm. I didn't watch that one. You didn't want. I mean, that's no. like specifically about resurrection. I know it is. Um, he does come back with powers, which is again another element. But um, Gara from Maruto. Does he get he resurrected? Com- yeah, he dies, and they take the demon out of him, and then he gets brought back to life, and so he comes back opposite without a demon instead of with it. I must have stopped watching before this yeah, happened. Yeah, they kidnapped him. Was it in Shimpuden? Yeah, Shimpuden was like one of the first arcs. They kidnap him. They took the demon out. Sorry, I'm a Boruto fan first and a Naruto fan second. Get the fuck out of it. Oh, Boruto's dad? Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> Boruto's dad? Kind of a dick. Oh, a dick. Um, who else? Other characters who have been resurrected and yeah, come back wrong? Um, Supernatural. Just every I other episode. Didn't watch that show. They also Don't. came back wrong, though. Didn't watch it. They also came back yeah. wrong. Yeah. Um, homophobic is how they came back. Uh... I wouldn't say came back. I could say stayed that way. But, uh, R.I.P. Dustiel. Um, 
in the same vein as Supernatural, just because it's like the similar fandom on Tumblr. But like D- Doctor Who reincarnates, yeah. right? He doesn't resurrect. Yeah. He re- yeah. So that one's more almost like reincarnation because the memories are there. Like they remember. And so I guess I we didn't talk about how like memories play a role into it too. Because like I was gonna say, did have you ever read that like story about that girl in India who like was reincarnated and had a bunch of memories of her past yeah. life. Mm-hmm. I've seen several documentaries on that. Actually, <laughs> of children who are like, yeah, I remember when I was on the plane and like we crash or whatever. Yeah. And it lines up with some historical like plane crash in World War Two or some shit. It's crazy because sometimes kids just be saying that yeah! stuff though. And then they just <laughs> happen to get it right and everyone's like, oh, like this? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I've been around kids and they'll be like, do you remember... <laughs> last year when we went to yeah. blah 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 i'm like what remember when we we went on that plane and we did like absolutely no such thing no contact no no such thing happened complete fabrication yeah. children yeah. are liars and i love them for it <laughs> they're living their best lives honestly um but yeah i don't know because mm-hmm. like then the technology thing of like oh well i'm gonna upload my brain and then that's me it's like, but is it is it though if it's not the same continued consciousness do you believe in the soul memory? I did. Once. Did. <laughs> Didn't we all? Yeah, yeah. But wow. Look at us so excited to come back. We just like would not mm. stop talking. Like will not stop. We've got, we've got a lot to discuss. We got a lot of Honestly, yeah. a lot of good questions. Super into it and was just like uh, just kept uh reading up on like medical things and like <laughs> weird medical things that have happened to people and i'm just like gross i thought i got really into it but apparently i didn't get into it as much as you did because well i had like wikipedia so i just like kept clicking shit and i like kept going yeah these are all my personal thoughts i should have watched a fourth movie Mm -hmm. i I mean i watched that video again oh that was the other thing in that move like little film you definitely i could see how like they just covered the other half of the dog with the blanket like it wasn't like it wasn't an actual no like they're saying it was but i could see how it could be fake oh you can see because they don't like show like the tubes in the dog right the section of the dog that is connected by the tube and it's just kind of like on its side um and like the thing that it's sitting on is kind of like those magicians where like oh the head's sticking out but on the bottom but on the bottom it could be hiding yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. that like that's kind of what it seems like i i will say that i i definitely watched that clip before i read the russian sleep experiment and i think that's what convinced me that like anything could happen and this could be real yeah yeah i mean the guy won a lenin prize for it it's what it's called it's their yeah because they advanced some scientific thing enough people believed him and eventually we did get more machine like he did help in the advancement of those like machine things he has like, like tangible product like, from g- his quote-unquote experiment yeah yeah it's like all right yeah like you did a thing cool anyway frankenstein <laughs> thoughts <laughs> thoughts should we cancel him frankenstein is not resurrection no no. He's Frank a and Weenie. Yes. Frank and Weenie Frank and needs Weenie. resurrection. That dog got hit by that car. Sorry, spoiled it. Frank and Weenie. Sorry, uh, I love Frank and Weenie. I hate, hate, really hate Tim Burton. Love shit, Frank like, and Weenie. I do actually remember genuinely enjoying Frank and Like, I cried. Like, I'm pretty sure I cried. I watch, I watch like, it every holiday season. Well, I, and I cry. I actually haven't. You don't cry. <laughs> at movies. I do. You haven't. 
Have we ever I'm, watched anything that we I would cry not, about? Huh? That's fine. <laughs> I'm a crybaby. Ask anyone. Frankly, we needed to make you cry. <laughs> it, it doesn't take much. Well, that's what I'm saying. Wait, did you say you did or didn't? Wait for it, Frankenweenie. Yeah. Frankenweenie makes me cry. Oh, never mind. I thought you said no. I was like, you heartless. <laughs> <laughs> no, Frankenweenie does make me yeah, cry. Make Everything cry. makes me cry. Frankenstein. I cry. I cry over episodes of Degrassi. That's fair though. It is fair. It's very emotional. Degrassi emotional is my. We, I cry thinking about Naruto. So I. I specifically about Naruto or yeah, the show like Naruto. Yeah, character like all he's been. It, it, like, yeah, he ha- he's had a tough life. Like, super positive person and believes in love and goodness. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. So before we, Cecilia gets too sentimental yeah. about Naruto, yeah. uh, we promise we're gonna be back. Um, I don't remember what our next episode. Uh, this episode comes out when you're listening to it, February fourth. Uh, and then our next episode comes out two weeks after that, right? Yeah, I don't have our uh, calendar for Cecilia doesn't have her GCal. It's only my personal cal. Oh, I have our GCal. Maybe. We will let you know when this is happening. We're, we're going to let you know. One second. Please. <laughs> second episode. February notes. 25th. Okay. I got it. <laughs> February 25th. February 25th. We'll uh, see you again February 25th. Uh, in the meantime. Uh, watch out for Jesus in that cornfield. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.